right, welcome in to another episode of FarzCast. Farzine Vesugian here with you on a Tuesday night. We are doing this live. This is going to be the last podcast we are going to do for 2022. Crazy to think uh, 2022 is over. Just the, the whole 2020 craziness just feels like it was not too long ago, but here we are. Uh, here we are, the last podcast for 2022. Uh, a lot of things I want to get into here on this episode. Uh, definitely want to talk about the MVP race. Is Mahomes the clear front runner right now by a wide margin after some of the recent news? What were the refs doing over the weekend in the NFL? Also a playoff picture outlook. And I definitely want to touch on the insane World Cup final. That was one of the best sporting events I have ever seen. I think that definitely gave some respect to the sport of soccer for those who may not care so much about the sport. So I want to talk about all of that and much more here on this episode of FarzCast. You guys know the drill, facebook.com slash Vasugin. We are streaming this live on the Facebook page, so join us on the Facebook page. Um, you guys will be notified whenever we, we do a live podcast. Also follow me on Twitter at Farzine21 and on Instagram at FarzineVasugin. Our giveaways as well on Instagram and Twitter um, and much more. Uh, joining me on this one, Zach Stegenga and Eddie Law. Gentlemen, welcome in. How are you guys? Pretty great, man. It's good to be back here on the pod. Uh, sore, beat up. I'm pretty sure I got scratches somewhere. Someone didn't cut their nails at jujitsu. My foot hurts. Rib popped out. I'm broken but alive. Oh, man. I, I remember in basketball. <laughs> well, you should see once. the other guy, right? Oh, you should definitely see the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in basketball practice once, I had a teammate who had the longest nails ever when he tried to steal a ball. Oh. It felt like, you know, in Lion King when Scar and uh, Simba are like <laughs> scratching each other. I'm like, yeah. I went home with like fucking scars on my arm. But anyway, no one gives a shit about that. Um, yeah. Anything crazy happened on the news or Twitter news for you guys lately? Oh, no, it's just totally <laughs> normal. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, listen, I mean, we're going to talk about the things <laughs> I mentioned, but I, I, everyone's talking about it here locally. Oh boy. Um, I see you guys in the chat room, by the way. Derek, what's up? Jacob, yes, seven straight AFC West championships for the Chiefs. That's awesome. Um, but the big story, no one listen on Chiefs Victory Monday, nobody was talking about seven straight AFC West titles. Um, Zach and I obviously we live here in Kansas City. We're big Chiefs fans. Eddie's a Cardinals fan all the way out in Arizona. So I, I we're gonna have some interesting so pour one out for him. Yes. Um, let me just set the stage because I know uh, some of you guys are not on Twitter. And if you're not, God bless you. Um, <laughs> here's what happened. There was a very famous Chiefs super fan. We'll get into the super fan part a little later uh, named Chiefs Uh People did not. But first of all, this guy dresses up as a, he has a wolf costume. He is decked out and goes to every single Chiefs game away and home. Uh, and he's got the best seats wherever he goes. Uh, and, and the guy drives to these away games. I'll get into that in a moment because that is pretty important for this story. Um, he, This guy interacts a lot. He, he, he brags about his work. He brags about the thousands of dollars he places on bets. Um, what, uh, what else am I missing, Zach? Um, I mean, the, the guy is just like... He graduated from K-State, or maybe didn't. Say. <laughs> Allegedly went to K-State, yes. Um, anyway, 
this guy posts a lot on social media. Oh, but he he does a lot of big giveaways. Like he doesn't give away like small things. I, he, I mean, it's always a jersey, tickets, the Mahomes shoe. Um, we're gonna get into these things. I'm not gonna get get into every single detail, but he went MIA for three days on Twitter, and a lot of people were like, "Wait, where is this guy?" And there are very few people who had his phone number. Uh, very few people knew his name. It was Xavier. And so people were trying to call Casey police and they're like, yeah, we can't really go off this limited information. We're going to need a lot more from you guys. Um, I don't know how this revelation came to be, but after some digging and digging and more digging, people found out that this guy was in jail, that there's a reason why he was not tweeting. He was not at the Houston Texans game, even though he said what section he'd be in all that stuff. This guy was in jail for armed robbery. What exactly? This guy went to a teacher's credit union. Um so here's the story. here's what we know as far as the facts go. Uh I guess he was traveling from Kansas City to Houston and on the way while driving there, again, keep in mind he drives to all these games. He made a stop in Bixby, Oklahoma, which I believe is a suburb of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes. And I guess the I'm not trying to give ideas out, but I guess the idea is in a smaller town, it's a lot easier to commit a crime because it's a smaller town. There aren't many active police officers. And if they anyone calls 911, the response time is not going to be very quick as people would like for it to be. So this guy had committed a lot of what's suspected to be a lot of robberies at banks and all. Um, This guy got caught in six minutes. Um, I, the details are not uh, Bixby police did speak out. This guy was not wearing a wolf mask. There was some speculation that he had a wolf mask for this. But anyway, a lot of people are, are now like understanding, OK, this guy has a lot of money because he's been going to several banks. By the way, I don't know what year, but I guess there was a, an unsolved bank robbery in Indianapolis. Somebody did some research. It's the same weekend where the chiefs went to Indianapolis. So been some serious like connecting the dots here um anyway i think you guys all get the idea this guy it's he he has a criminal history too we're not going to get into the details of all of that because you guys get the idea um his family unfortunately has some criminal history as well this guy has a lot of money and brags about having a lot of money brags about having the a a list celebrity life because he's been getting all this money um there's some more facts, but I've been talking for too long. Uh, Zach, I want to go to you first because you're obviously a Chiefs fan. You saw this. We were texting about this. What was your reaction to all of this? It was honestly just a little bit of surprise, frankly, just like seeing you, you know, the Chiefs sort of go nuts, like you know, sending out the, you know, oh, is he okay? Is he okay? Is he okay? That sort of thing. And then just you know, pulling it open and then later that night being like, oh. Oh, so that's what happened. Fabulous. Just, you know, seeing the complete 180 from people being like, oh, is this guy okay? I hope he's fine to just dunking on him, which like fits because, you know, robbing banks is naughty and you shouldn't do it. But just, yeah, I'll be honest. The part that I'm laughing, I guess, a little bit about here is that, of course, this would be the story coming out because like, you know, of course, why not? You know, the Chiefs take the Texans to the wire, despite the fact that we should have beat the brakes off them. And yeah, let's talk about the guy in the wolf mask who robs banks. Good call. Way to, way to be Kansas City. Way to rep your team properly. And, you know, 
not no don't give a black eye to the fan base at all you know just totally representing exactly the way we'd like like for fuck's sake come on guys like what are we doing here uh kurt says die hard here from gilbert arizona eddie how far is gilbert arizona from where you are 10 minutes oh at okay most. You, at you, most. you guys you guys are neighbors uh so pretty kurt, much uh, yeah what's up boy uh, Samuel says there has to be more uh, than just bank robberies. He was at Super Bowl 54 and 55. Um, okay, someone keeps messaging me on Facebook. They keeps getting in the way of the comments. He was at Super <laughs> Bowl 54 and 55. He yeah. has to be getting money through some other shady pipeline. Okay, here's the thing. I am not speculating on things we don't know. Um, uh, there is a lot of speculation out there that this guy has gone to a lot of big. So for instance, the chiefs just wrapped up a three game road trip. They were in Houston last week. They were in Denver the week before, and they were in Cincinnati the week before Denver. So a lot of people are like, you know, where is, where has this guy gone? Um, by the way, he went to uh, the chiefs Patriots game in 2019. Yes, Marvin. I, I see. We will talk some football. I promise. But everyone's talking about this. We, we, we cannot discuss this and then not talk about this. Um, but uh, so he was in uh New England, and I guess it was icy or something. He 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 was in the parking lot or right by the stadium. I don't know where he was, but he fell, hit his head, suffered an injury. He sued Robert Kraft and won. Okay, how many people can say they sued an NFL owner? Sued Robert freaking Kraft and won. Um, Probably a did... few masseuses in Miami, but I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, that's um, in poor taste. I stand behind it because it's hilarious. You are a terrible it person, is Zach. That is uh, fucking funny. Um, no, they wouldn't no, that, was funny. that would have been settled out of court. Let's be real here. Um, and then uh, th- there was another thing that came up. Um, I can't remember. Listen, there are so many things with this guy. Um, Eddie, you're an outsider to all of this. You texted me one of Pat McAfee's tweets, who, by the way, just had a blast talking about oh, this today. in. Um, what what was your reaction? Uh, uh, first, uh, my favorite story of the football season, completely the only one. Like, with me, mind you, we're like what two weeks away, three weeks away from the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, playoffs are coming. For example, Cardinals are out, so I could give I could give a fuck anyway anymore. But but that's a, that's why one of the reasons why this is my favorite story of related to football the entire season because what the fuck dude like what happened that this guy this dude was literally going and following the team around like a groupie in a way and then going like oh man i'm out of money i'm gonna make a withdrawal a withdrawal right me and you we put in our you know our debit card we go in there like hey man here's my id cool me get no no he was like put the money in the bag and let's go like what but the outsiders for the most part we're all kind of we're all kind of like like as far as the cardinals fan go you know just off the top uh, we don't have any stories like that. So we're kind of like enjoying that you guys are kind of getting ridiculed a little bit about, about, by it because he's, you know, as much as you guys, as much as I know he doesn't represent you guys as fans. Yeah. Uh, to everybody else, he represents your entire fan base. So like y'all getting dragged through the mud because of the dude. But, you know, the story itself is, is it's it's the wildest GTA freaking type story I've heard in a long time. This guy is playing okay like in grand theft auto 5 you know that whole story yeah. revolves around heist like obviously it's a video game it's not real but yeah you know they do the thing and then they just keep going around like like this guy i guess has been doing this for a while and is still mm-hmm. walking free um you know what the crazy part is like you were talking about chiefs fans and getting ridiculed last year there was a massive story 
um, of two super fans, X Factor and Red Extreme. They used to be best friends. I guess they had some personal drama. Not going to get into it. There's a whole YouTube on it. If you guys want to watch that 45-minute thing, just go ahead. I, I saw like two minutes of it, and I didn't care. Uh, but I guess they had personal drama. It led to a fight in the stadium. Red Extreme won. X Factor got banned because he, I guess, was throwing water at uh, Red Extreme's family. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the whole point is like, you know, we had this. Um, we had an incident in 2009, Todd Haley's first year as the head coach, and he was accused of flipping off a fan who told him he needed to be fired after a game. We had oh, yeah. that incident in 2012 where Matt Castle got hurt and Chiefs fans were cheering. They were cheering because it was uh, a first yeah. down. And, yeah. and that whole thing blew up with Eric Winston look. lashing out. Um, dude, we have like really shitty luck. Tyron Matthew last year with the comment about toxic fans. Yeah. Like, dude, we we've had some. We've had. I don't get it, Zach. Like we've had a lot of weird shit. I mean, frankly, City. like I think that's one of those things that, like, as a longtime Chiefs fan, I would say, like, yeah, there's a fine line between, like, yeah, obviously you want to show the passion for your team, but also, like, maybe don't be a shithead, like. Seems like a relatively easy proposition. I've managed this far, and like, don't get me wrong, like I'm a shithead, but not that kind. Come on now. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, by the way, very Zach, simple here. Yeah, you, you. We were talking about this before we went live. Um, sink, sinkhorn. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Pete, I, I, I I'm, I'm going to go with your middle name there, Pete. He says, imagine if Puppets Lady turns out to be running prostitution ring all this time. We all going to lose it. Eddie, you don't know who this is. She's like one of the super nicest people in the world. She's She's been seen on TV many times. She has gotcha. like these Muppets. Two puppets. Figures. Like you think Rock'em yeah. Sock'em Robots sort of things. Oh, okay. Except, but they're puppets and she'll dress them up as like the Chiefs and then the opponent and they'll just go bam, 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 bam. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Every game. It's just a thing. Chiefs fans are like worried that she that she's next. <laughs> oh, like the super fans, I don't know. Carson, Carson what are you gonna be, bro? What are we gonna find out? About you? Oh God! <laughs> By the way, people are like people, and I don't blame anyone for this. People were like, "Dude, are your giveaways legit?" I'm like, "Yes, I tag yeah. the winners publicly." You can ask every single one of them. I don't blame anyone for questioning this, by the way, because this guy's been doing someone just like won like an Isaiah Pacheco jersey from him. That guy's not getting the jersey. No. <laughs> not happening. Uh, but here's what I want to say, because this guy, obviously, he does not blend in with the rest of Chiefs fans. Right. This guy's wearing what? the guy who costume. dressed up like a wolf doesn't you know, blend he, in. What are you talking about? Uh, here's the thing. He's in like. 200 degree humidity here in Kansas City. He still dresses up as a, as a wolf. It's like no one ever questioned that. Without getting um, paid by the franchise, like the other guy who dresses up like a wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, that's a by Casey way, Wolf reference. Our mascot is a wolf. No one knows I, why. I, I was just gonna say, I don't know why our mascot is a wolf. I, I, I someone brought that up on eight ten radio today. Um, but anyway, uh, the point I'm trying to make here is this guy's obviously like he's really sticking his fame out there by the way he attended just like a week or two ago patrick mahomes uh, foundation gala and i guess with the money that he had been stealing he donated a lot of it and got like mahomes memorabilia from this event so people are like wondering if patrick mahomes and the chiefs can like do it or, or his foundation rather if they can do anything to like make up for that because dirty money was donated to the foundation. I, I don't know. I, I, this is not, this is way beyond any of our pay grades, but here's my point. It's like, obviously we have a very passionate fan base. We have the record for loudest uh, stadium in the world. Okay. 
But I think what's happened over the last few years is, you know, with the team being as great as they are now, I think there are some fans who are like trying to latch on to this fame here. And listen, I know this is a little ironic coming from me because I still remember in December of 2018, the year the Chiefs uh, had that crazy year, Mahomes first year, I had 2000 some followers. My following on Facebook has gone up. Um, and by the way, people are like, oh, your followers have gone up ever since the Chiefs were good. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't hide from yeah, it. I, of course. I don't. But but here's the thing. I've been around for a long time. It's not like I started a podcast or I started talking about the Chiefs when they were good. I, I, my first year of podcasting was in 2007. Okay. Back when people didn't even know what the word podcast was. Um, I, my, 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 my whole point is this. I think, you know, this guy's obviously dressing up. I'm sure he loves the Chiefs. But is he doing all this for the support or is he doing this for fame? Because it's like, man, we saw what happened last year with the two super fans who are dressing up. And again, are they doing it because they want to support the team? Or are they, are they doing this for the fame and the Instagram and Twitter likes and retweets? My, my whole point is I, I think some people's like priorities are not in the right place. And listen, I don't know this guy's personal life. He claims he manages warehouses all across the Midwest, and that's how he makes a lot of money. Uh, and he also does, quote, private, uh, private hus- uh, hustle and private. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what hustle and wait, wait, hustle in private that's that's exactly verbatim what he says yes hustle in private I mean, and by the way like the guy places like ridiculous amounts of money on bets that's what um, i was like that's what that's, that's what caught my attention i was like bro the, well no because that money's insured it's, they're gonna be fine but the bets it's like yo that's gonna yeah. be weird well, and again, I don't know the details. Like, if if you're robbing a bank, you're obviously getting cash. I assume. Mm-hmm. How is that? Yeah, they like definitely do not write you a check. I'm fairly confident of this. No movie <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh, uh, I've obviously never robbed one myself because I'm a normal human being. So write that, um, write that check out to so and so, motherfucker. No. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got to make sure <laughs> it better clear too. It better clear my taxes. If this shit bounces, I'm coming back. Like <laughs> my my whole point is like I don't know if he's taking all this cash to places to bet. I I don't know how that's all working. Some people have been questioning that. Um, but my whole point is it's like this guy finally got caught, and now the FBI is involved. It's like good luck. That's all I can say at this point. Here's okay. So my question for you guys, and this is not a diss to any cheese fans whatsoever. But here's what I'm gathering. Outside of like uh, that one Cody dude for the wow, fucking tells his name. Oh, Raider, uh, Cody. Raider Cody. Raider Cody. Outside of Raider Cody, who's clearly fucking weird dude. But um, for example, Arizona, we have Suns, D-backs, uh, you know, Mercury, um, Cardinals, right? And then of course, yeah. universities. Three of three major universities here, and GCU. Um, you know, California's got a million teams. Well, Kansas City has what? The Chiefs. And you could say KU, even though it's on the other side, right? So and we have the Chase and the Royals. Uh, KU's not too far. Then you K-State and the Zoo, yeah. Okay, yeah. So here's my point. Is it possible that it's that, that, that fans latch on so hard to the Chiefs because they're they're good? Although the Royals were pretty good like a couple seasons ago, right? I think, yeah. Yeah, but, for two years. Like five years yeah. ago, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but do they latch on, get super crazy about the Chiefs? One, because they're good, but two, because there's no offense, nothing else to do in Kansas City or nothing else going on in Kansas City? Is that possible? Because Arizona's got plenty of shit going on, and we have garbage fans. I'll say your shit right now. Arizona fans are so weak. I get so irritated by it. 
here's my thing. Like Kansas City, I, I I think has become a nicer place to live. Like we've had uh, so many like new places like built, and you know mm-hmm. there are things to do. Um, now are they unique to St. Louis? Probably not. Like we love our plaza, we love downtown, mm-hmm. we love those things and all, but you know you can also go out for a nice restaurant in St. Louis. Like the only thing unique about our place is we've got delicious barbecue. Like that we, we love bragging, about which it. is a great trick. Let's be fair. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Okay. No, is but, it legit though? Yeah. Cause, cause, uh, oh, oh, it's legit. That ain't is I it legit. Promise. Okay. Cause I've been, to, I've, I've, I, I, you know, I'm obviously I'm, I'm a journalist. I go cover USC belt mm-hmm. and all that. And I've talked to fellow, you know, journalists or media guys, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, and we just they joke around about it. like, well, what do we do have like a UFC Kansas? And I'm like, shoot, oh Kansas City. I'm like, I'm gonna try it. Shoot, and they're like, why? I'm like, I heard there's good barbecue. <laughs> I want to go just for the barbecue. No, no there is there's, there's good barbecue it's, for sure. It's definitely worth the worth the while. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. If you ever come here, we can definitely uh, give you a tour. Um, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. But anyway, um, someone says someone with a Blues Clues profile picture says. Rob, y'all robbed us for that. Casey gonna whoop that ass in week eighteen. Um, yeah, in like Madden or something like week that. Week eighteen, like a, isn't the Raiders. Play the yeah. Bron- oh, Raiders. Yeah, oh, well, it's a Raiders yeah, okay. fan. Hey, oh, listen, I, I, I love Raiders. I mean, hey, they managed to beat the Patriots on the craziest play any of us have seen in a Raiders, long time. Raiders fans have been like all over my Facebook page. Where they were on my Facebook page over the summer, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna dominate the AFC West. We're gonna do this and that." <laughs> And I'm just like, it's like, oh, I didn't realize you switched quarterbacks. Great. Glad to hear it for you guys. <laughs> well, now they're like silent. Or I mean, fired your head guy. coach again. But yeah. Chandler Jones behind by the center, dude. I guarantee I'll win at least one. It, it won't be worse. It can't be any worse. Yeah. Um, anyway, Monty Adams yeah. is probably behind it. <laughs> anyway, uh, throwing don't bombs rob just for fun. <laughs> Do not rob banks, kids. Don't rob banks. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. We're not, we're, we're better than Raiders fans. Come on. Um, anyway, I mean, at this point, I, I would love to, if you had made that comment a week ago, I'd be like, yeah, we are. <laughs> but at the moment, I'm like, yeah, we got the, maybe a little bit of work to do. Like, hey, guys, maybe as a collective, let's do better here. And for the love of God, lady who does the puppets, if you please have, don't you have bodies in your basement, please. Just bury them deeper. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Look, don't have bodies in your basement. More importantly, let's be very clear here. Well, with all the crappy headlines that the Cardinals have, I would love a story like that. Honestly, at this point, because it would make it more entertaining, and I'd be like, "That makes sense. That would happen." Okay. Here. Do you imagine Hard Knocks getting a hold of that? Oh my god! First of all, Hard Knocks like, cut out a bunch of shit. This is how you know Hard Knocks is bullshit, right? When they uh, traded, no, when they cut Eno Benjamin, they didn't show it. Yeah, Eno Benjamin. There's no reason to cut that guy. He was thriving. And they cut him, and they didn't show it. And the second that I saw it, I was like, oh, "Okay, this is a farce, bullshit." Um, yeah, though it did make it, it has made and continues to make. I guess watching the Lions way more fun this year. Oh yeah, I like the yeah preseason one because I was just like, "Yeah, I could bite some kneecaps for Detroit too." I like this. Whereas uh, with with the uh, the Cardinals thing, I'm just like, "Man, Buda Baker, I would ride with that guy forever." I, Everybody I, else, I'm just like, eh. I got a question for you guys. How many other super fans do you know outside of Kansas City? Because the only one I know is Fireman Ed from the Jets. There's the Marlins, man. If that counts, I don't think that really oh, counts, but yeah. it kind of counts. Wait, oh, hold man. on, hold on, hold on. That guy gets a lot of nice seats. I wonder how he gets those. Because he's like a super successful trial. Hey, no, nah, yeah, dude, he, he's rough. Hey, he, 
He's robbing laundromats, dude. He's he's robbing laundromats at like two in the morning, going and stealing all the quarters. That's what's going on. That's, that's, that's the next step. <laughs> we better be going to a lot of laundromats. <laughs> I know, but nobody would think about it. Nobody would ever think that would be a, that'd be a thing. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, like, be so heavy. Quarters right. are heavy, man. Right, but people, but people by comparison. Like, right, right, but it'd be people would be like, uh, uh, it would be like, well, for example, <laughs> this is a dumb joke, and I forget where I heard it, but. Uh, it's like uh, you know, people. T- uh, no, um, damn it. Who's the guy that says awful, awful jokes? Tosh Pornell, uh, Daniel Tosh. Tosh he says, uh, he says, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't go to the club and throw dollars. I throw, you know, I throw, I throw change on sluts. It's like boom. Oh, is that a quarter? Like instead of dollar bills, that kind of shit. Um, yeah. I do want to move on. I, I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we all got a point across with yeah. um, super fans. Uh, it's just, it's funny. Um, anyway. Uh, I do want to talk about the MVP race here because it took a very interesting turn on Monday when Jalen Hurts um, suffered, I think it's a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. And he was, he's been the betting favorite the last two weeks. And then I guess in the last 24 hours, that completely flipped because of the injury. Um, it sounds like Vegas is writing him off uh, when it comes to his uh, chances of playing this week, which, you know, if you aren't playing and you're in the MVP race, uh, your odds go down drastically uh, late in the season. So Mahomes is now this big front runner to win MVP. And I'll say this, even before the Jalen Hurts injury, I still think this was Mahomes. I know Jalen Hurts was the betting favorite, barely the betting favorite. But here's my thing. I understand Jalen Hurts does a better job of taking care of the football, but Mahomes does a better job of throwing for more yards. Patrick Mahomes leads the NFL. Yeah, he leads the NFL in passing yards, touchdown passes, and uh, completions of 25 yards or more, which people thought was going to be impossible to do without Tyree Kill, but here we are. And, and by the way, he's not just leading the NFL in those three categories. He's leading by a very, very wide margin. Like in order for someone, w- whether it's Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, pre-injury, of course, to like catch up to him, Mahomes would essentially need to be like, he would need to have the worst game ever. And those other guys would need to have two monster games to move ahead of him in those, in those uh, categories. Um, the, the point is, it's like Mahomes is on his way to, to an MVP. Do you guys think it's even a, a competition right now? Cause I just think it's his to lose at this point. I do simply for the same reason that, yeah, you look at the NBA, right? Yeah. How many MVPs did Michael Jordan win? How many MVPs did LeBron James win? Like three, I think maybe four. I don't know. Three. Um, yeah. Point there be like the entire point here though is that look, he does such cool, crazy shit all the time that we are kind of used to it. And the MVP race, like, yeah, the NBA could have given the MVP to LeBron from call it 2010 to you know, probably 2017, 18 without too much question. I mean, Kevin Durant had some great years in there too, and I'm sure I'm discounting a step year in there. That's not the intention here. Point is, LeBron James is one of the best at what he does, and we are used to that. Mahomes is the same way. He is one of the best at what he does, and we are pretty used to it. So it's kind of natural for people to be like, hey, Jalen Hurts, that's kind of fun. Didn't, you know, we weren't even sure he was going to be any good. He was only a second round pick. Tua benched him in the middle of, you know, national championship game at Alabama. And so it's a story thing. But from a strictly statistical perspective, like, if you are going Mahomes against, say, Jalen Hurts, for example, we'll use him for this. Um, I think the only position on the offense that you could make a good case for saying, oh, yeah, Mahomes has it way better than Jalen Hurts is tight end. 
And even then, yeah, Hertz had got it for a decent bit of the year, solid tight end. But like offensive line, objectively one of the top probably three in football, certainly two of the best tackles in Lane Johnson and Jordan Mailata. You know, absolutely fantastic that way. Uh, you know, receiver wise, great. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, studs. Not to knock Juju or, you know, McCole or any of these other guys, but like I think we would agree that if you were just you know, do a straight up blind comparison and say, hey, you could have this group of receivers or this group of receivers, I'm pretty sure I'd take the Eagles ones. Unless you're counting tight end two, then it's a little bit more of a dice roll. But yeah, all of that is to say, I think Mahomes certainly deserves it. But I think that we will have this discussion many times in years to come where Mahomes will probably be in the discussion for a long while here. And he might not win it just because it's, you know, Way more fun to give it to somebody new. Yeah, I, I had Jalen Hurts winning until this weekend, uh, and and not because I'm not at Mahomes. I, I like Mahomes. I really do mm-hmm. like Patty Mahomes. Mahomes, honestly, um, there's there's teams that I watch because there's players on there that are fun to watch, and two of my favorite players to watch that are fun to watch are Patty and Kelsey. Right? Oh, Try, yeah. they're, they're honestly like every single time that it's like third and 15 and I'm like, all right, here comes Kelsey. And then fucking like clockwork, Kelsey, you know, catches it. And then only that catches and takes off running. But I had Jalen Hurts winning just because he's brought back a franchise that was like not for to do anything. And he was, you know, like, like you said, he got benched in, the, in, in college playoffs and all that. And, and, and the, the, the last reason, obviously what you just said was it's, it's a new thing. I mean, for all intents and purposes outside of Kansas city, everyone's tired of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. We do, people yeah. just are sick of it. They're just annoyed and irritated. Him, Patrick Mahomes, and honestly, that's a credit to him being so yeah. damn good. It's literally him. LeBron all over again. Exactly. So, Same deal. But to go on that, Kobe only got one, and Kobe was legitimately the best player yeah, in the NBA is, for yeah. over a decade. For yeah. over a decade, the best yeah, player true. statistically, points, uh, 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 minutes played, even assists. People say that oh, he wasn't a passer. Fuck you. He's a great passer, right? But he only passed it if he worked as hard as he did. But he only got one. And, and also LeBron, his assist numbers were severely limited just by the fact that like if he didn't yeah, have a Pau Gasol or like yeah, the year that he had like you know Andrew Bynum was his next best weapon. Yeah, like no, I'm sorry, like, your assist numbers are down. Even you could be dropping dimes yeah. all day and your yeah. assist numbers would be down because it's Andrew Bynum. He's gonna miss. Sorry. No, is it, he that he averaged like 35 a game that year it was nuts. So I mean, bottom line being that it's to me it's about the definition that people are voting on it. What's the definition this year? Is it the best player in the NFL or is it the best is it be a best team player in the NFL? You can make a case of Patty's both, but I have to me it was up until obviously this last weekend I had Jalen Hurts just by a smidge. Okay, here's smidge. my thing: the whole like most valuable. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of people keep using that and they're like, okay, if this guy was not on the team and they had their backup, you know, how would they do it? it, it to me, it's like, okay, I know the award is called most valuable mm-hmm. player, but can we just be honest? And it simply goes to the best player, which 99.9% right. of the time is a quarterback. Right. They, that it, it doesn't go to the best player. It goes to the best quarterback. When's the last time a non-quarterback won MVP? I'll look. Great question. I Probably I, Derek even Super Bowl MVP, the last one to do it that wasn't, that was, for example, oh. a defensive player was what, Ray Lewis. I was going to say Adrian Peterson. Uh, I want to look right. this up. You're, you're oh, absolutely oh, on is point. It? Okay. All right. What year was that? 2012. <laughs> oh, okay. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Vi- Who did Vikings have a quarterback th- that year? Uh, uh, not Brett. Maybe Brett? Brett. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, says the last time an NFL MVP won the Super Bowl was Kurt Warner in 1999. So I'm not sure if I want Mahomes to win. Yeah, someone else was saying this earlier like the whole, you know, the Super Bowl MVP does not win the Super Bowl, or Mm -hmm. excuse me, the regular season MVP does not win the Super Bowl. 
uh, you know, to me, uh, it, that's just a coincidence, really, at right. the end of the day. Um, you know, uh, as much as, you know, as a Chiefs fan, we love talking about how Mahomes has won 10 straight games. Does winning in 2017 or, or week 17 of 2017, does that have any relevance to when the Chiefs and Broncos are going to play next week? No, of course not. Um, to me, those are there's no evidence that there's a valid correlation to an NFL MVP not winning a Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. That's just me. I, I I'm not one of those like, oh my God, look at this historical pattern or this curse or whatever. That's just not me. Steve Nash had two back two MVPs back to back winning sniff of finals, bro. So I don't want to hear that shit either. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, it's complete coincidence. It's complete coincidence. So, but uh. This ultimately with, with 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 Patrick Mahomes, man, you need to understand that that man is 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 very he's top three best player in the league right now. I would argue to say best quarterback in the league right now. Um, but like I just I like my MVP to be able to make the plays when you absolutely need it. Like Kobe, if you needed a you needed a you needed a bucket, give it to Kobe and get the hell out the way. It doesn't even matter if he's if he's one on five, he's still scoring it. So you need a you know third and fifteen, you need a first down. Get get the ball to Patty and let him work. Yep. You know, that's There's only a thing. couple other guys that you know, you could even put in the same category, and none that I'd take over him. Oh no. Yeah. No, that's a weird thing with Mahomes. Like the Chiefs have had some really weird games this year where you know they've played some bad teams or teams that have had backup quarterbacks, and they end up being very close games or games that go overtime, like like the one this past week against Houston and against Tennessee. But Mahomes is kind of like taken over in these late situations just to try to lift the Chiefs over. Uh, obviously avoiding uh, humiliation. Um, and I think that's kind of playing into um, his role of, of winning MVP. By the way, I don't know. Well, if I think saw... it just comes down to like, you know, so you remember you know, the Chargers game a few weeks back, right? Yeah. yeah. They go down, they score you know, at the end of the game and you know, they take the lead for against 30 other teams in the league. That's a go ahead touchdown. You're probably winning the game. Yeah. But no one was cheering because everyone knew Oh shit! There's like a minute and something on the clock, and Mahomes is about to get the ball. That's too much time to give that man. Yeah. Like that's the sort of thing that it's like you know, when when you have that guy where you're like, oh, I don't know, man. It ain't over until it's over. I don't want him touching it. Like there's a lot to be said for that sort of thing being you know, factored into the MVP race. Yeah. The other thing uh, I'll say is that like it'll be fascinating to watch. We'll know more this weekend for sure on the MVP race, because if Gardner Minshew comes out and crushes in Jalen Hurts' absence, then you get a real good case for, oh, maybe it's the team, not the quarterback. Hard to say, but, you know, like, ironically, like, the Eagles, if they're really serious about wanting Jalen Hurts to win MVP, they better hope they get dome rocked this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, that's not what they want, but I mean, no one wants that, obviously. No. That's a given. Yeah, real talk, though. Uh, I was really rooting for you guys to lose that game against the Texans for two reasons. One, it would have been because, hilarious. Objectively. It would have been hilarious. Oh, absolutely, It'd be funny shit. But <laughs> but the, my main two reasons was one, uh, uh, it would have been uh, the comeback. The next game would have been great because Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. Kelsey oh. gets mad. Kelsey gets legitimately angry, and he comes back like mm. a monster every time. Right, every time he has a bad game or even a rough game. But after a loss, that dude always comes back straight. But reason number two is I would have loved to go to Farzan's uh, Facebook and just trolled everybody with Gronk gifts all over the place. God, y'all get so mad. It's so hilarious. We do. I'm we clearly, do. I'm clearly, I'm, I'm like, about that. yeah, but I'm, 
so quite obviously transparently trolling the hell out of people on Farzan's page and no one catches on. I'm just like, I'm going to keep going until it dies off, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, how do you pronounce my name, Eddie? Farzan? It's Farzine. Farzine. He was yeah. close. If you don't mind, if you don't mind, uh, uh, what's, uh, I guess, your background? Oh, that's uh, that's a racist question. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's not. By the way, uh, Zach, this is someone you know. I won't say that guy's Uh-oh. name here, but I'll I'll tell you later. Um, uh, there was someone at KU uh, for our pseudomarn station. He he didn't want to ask where I was from. He goes, uh, "What ethnic origin are you?" Yeah, it's yeah. like okay. You are trying to not sound racist, and you just completely came off racist. We were all just giving him shit for that. But no, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm originally from Iran. Okay, so that makes so, sense. Persian, See, yeah. here's a, so here's a funny thing: is no one ever says Iran or Iraq correctly, like oh. Iran and Iraq. I'm like, where are you running to, motherfucker? Like, all Iran. I'm saying is that you know, after Tyler Adams, they might. They oh, might. Yeah, th- that that journalist. Uh, listen, oh, I've always like giving people shit, but it's like, dude. That was such a caring thing to do. It's like, oh, our it is. But at the same is, time, like, it's you know, not hard to say shit right. And like, you know, yeah. across our entire media. Listen, base, listen, we fuck that up. Iranians pronounce America as Amrika. It's like, come on. Do they? Yeah. Wait, are, are you are you messing? With no, me? like, no, that's, that's for real. Um, like, you know, um, I have a cousin who speaks very good English uh, and she actually teaches English to um, kids in China. And nice. it, it's like. You know, every other country, like, okay, Mexico, we, we say Mexico, but Mexicans call it Mexico. Mexico. It's just, you know, anyway, I don't want to get into this. We're getting off the rails here. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to. I just, I just, I just, I was, just, I was curious because I, because I, I've always wanted how to say your name and I don't know why I always go to Farzan, but I'm just like, that doesn't make sense. I've never thought it made sense. And I never yeah, even I, attempted your last name. Jesus. I like coming. Oh yeah. You don't want to do that. Uh, I've come across. Say, people Eddie's who are the like, only one with a decent last name to say here. <laughs> I, I, I've, come, I've come across people who are like, oh, Farzan, I love your podcast. I'm like. Thanks, but I do say my name at the beginning of every podcast. So if you love the podcast, you should no one listens to the intros. Farz, they're skipping that part. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably do. I'm sure. Um, also, what I just did there is the easiest cheat code in the game. Just say Farz. It's way simple. Farz. Yes, I do know how to say your name properly, but there's the um, cheat code if you're ever worried. That's how you do it. <laughs> did you see Joe try a Mahomes underpass? Yeah, I, I saw that, Christy. He's Burrow? actually tried that. Yeah, Joe Burrow. He's tried that multiple times this year. That has that it just doesn't work in Cincinnati. I, I mean, I'm I don't just know. waiting for other people to try the little Steve Nash no looker, you know, yeah. the one that he got the Broncos with. Oh, yeah, that was wild to, to you know, pull away that awesome lead we had going. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I do want to move on and talk about what happened at the end of the Patriots game. We will discuss the review, which the Patriots got hosed by, which I, I do not feel bad about because. I mean, look, it's a freaking Patriots. How many calls did they get away with over the years oh. when Brady was there? They um, made a rule. Uh, but uh, yeah, they did. the Raiders. That's the only time Raiders fans and I agree. Yes, one hundred percent. But I'm uh, sure there's maybe a handful of others. The like, Patriots yeah. on the final play before the end of regulation, they just run the ball. Um, and who's the running back for the Patriots? Ramondre Stevenson. Okay, so he's running and he's actually getting some some traction here. He start and in my head, I swear to God, I'm thinking, what if he laterals this because of how much? how close he's getting he does it and then who, number 16 the wide receiver for the patriots um do you guys know his name jacoby J- J- just something myers what's his okay. first name jacoby myers thank you jacoby he, myers i got it 
throws the worst lateral ever. I, 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 he was targeting, I, I'm guessing, uh, Mac Jones. Dude, mm-hmm. uh, Chandler Jones just was all over that. Fucking stiff arms Mac Jones. And at that point, I'm just like, dude, if I was a Patriots fan, I'd be thrilled. I mean, listen, the Chiefs have had some heartbreaking losses. That has never happened to any team before. Here's my lot. Here's my thing. I mean, I don't know, man. We had Marcus Murray to throw a touchdown to himself. So, like, okay, is that's it? A, oh, yeah. that's no, that is a touchdown like, God, pass close. to himself. Like, yeah, awesome. This is the game is tied. You don't lateral when you are tied. Bill Belichick is a smart man. Okay, he's won six Super Bowls for a reason. There's no way in hell the game plan for that play was lateral it when we're tied no um dude i I mean that does not happen under bill belichick like that was some weird uncharacteristic shit at the end of that game yeah it's absolutely Mm mind-blowing it it was wasp like first of all having had chandler jones and the cardinals for a handful of years he's done something similar to that before we intercepted the ball, run it back, and everything. And maybe like once or twice at most, but nothing this crazy. Because he stiff arms Mac Jones so hard. Max said, "What's up to Al Davis on the way down?" Like it was just fucking nuts. He stiff arms him and he takes off running. And to me, like watching the play, I was just dying laughing because you know Billy B is on the sideline, like with his stiff ass face, just like just watching his angry as hell. But, you know, when he got back to the locker room, man, his jaw dropped. He had to let it loose. And then every, the joke, obviously, run, the running joke was, oh, Jacoby Myers ain't even going to get on the bus back to the hotel, dude. There's no way. He, he's tossing him out of the plane without a parachute. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> dude, that was a wild play. That was a stupid play. But he threw it backwards, yeah, just in the spirit of the lateral, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, but, but, but like, like uh, and I don't know if we'll talk about the Giovanni Bernard shit. That, to me, was insane, too. But, but, uh, uh, but it totally overshadowed that. Like immediately, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. No one's talking about Geo except for that group of uh, uh, I, I venture to say kind of rude reporters, but that's about it. Okay, actually, yeah, I think that's a perfect segue to get into that because I, I don't want to spend too much time on the Patriots mm-hmm. thing, but yeah, the, the Raiders, uh, Giovanni had the catch, but his right toe, I believe, was out of bounds clearly. And even Dan Dean Blandino was like, Yeah, this is not a touchdown, this is not a no. completion, it's not a catch, they're going back. Um, in the Chiefs Texans game, I there, there are a lot of people criticizing, not just in Kansas City, even outside of Kansas City, criticizing Carl Sheffers. Um, mm-hmm. there was a Texans defender who got away with literally a punch on Mahomes. And then in the uh Giants Commanders game towards the end there, oh dude, um, there was that some, was so bad. I, I was mean, so there was mad. some horseshit going on there. Like yeah, there were some been... terrible calls, but that one had to be the most the egregious okay. of the day. L- let me just say this because there is a very fucking easy solution to all of this but the nfl for some reason does not want to explore that avenue here's what we got to do here because we can my my solution you need to let damn near everything be reviewable and you know with a sky booth or new york calling in new york can call in for certain things but then there are certain things that they are limited it cannot call in for it's like why why do we have this limitation the NFL needs to get rid of these limitations, let a lot of things get reviewed, and you know what? It might lead to longer games. Here's the thing, folks. At the end of the day, we cannot complain about bad officiating and then also complain about longer games. Unfortunately, it's going to be one or the other. 
Um, if we're going, here's the other thing too. I would never want to be a referee. Okay. When, when a yeah. quarterback, uh, you know, scores a touchdown or, or, or cannot convert on third down, he goes to the bench, sits down, takes off his helmet. The referees are still on the field, man. They're on the field the entire time. They don't ever get a break, especially in baseball when it's hot and you go to some of these uh, cities that have this terrible humidity, like Kansas city, man, those umpires are on the diamond, the entire nine innings. Um, Whereas baseball players, you know, that they're they're they get to sit on the dugout for an inning. You get the idea. But, you know, they make mistakes is my point. And they've got a tough job. So let's help them out a little bit with the uh, skybox referee with New York being able to call in more often if there is something that needs to be addressed. I just don't know why the it's such an easy fix. But the NFL is like, no, let's make it more dramatic, I guess. I mean, why don't they? Why does the NFL fix that? Why doesn't uh, you know MMA and, uh, and you know combat sports fix the judges? Yeah. Why? I mean, like all that. Kind of, why doesn't the NBA fix the flopping and the crappy referee? It's all over the place. It's there's no answer for it. There's really no answer. And, and I think uh, it's like when uh, uh, people constantly complain about their problems too, and you give them solutions, and they get mad at you for it because they don't want a yes. solution. They just want you to hear their bullshit. But it's, it's kind of like that. So I mean. We're never going to get a solution on that ever. The NFL is not going to fix it unless, like, it happens to like, you know, we go back in time and it happens to prime Tom Brady. That's about it. Or, or yeah. still today, Tom Brady. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, but some of those that roughing the passer call until Carl Jeffers got involved with Chris Jones was the most egregious thing I've seen all year. That was yeah, so that was wild. Terrible. That was so wild. And then Chris Jones got his thing, and so then that was worse. But yeah, only just. I mean, I, I've said what I need to say. I think it's such a simple fix, and the NFL is not doing shit about it. Zach, is there anything you wanted to add on or anything you wanted to suggest? I mean, like, I'm just a little disappointed across the board because you never want the ref to be the story, ever. Period. End of sentence. Um, yeah. As far as yeah, the Carl Cheffers thing goes, like, yeah, I, I was doing a little bit of digging just because I'm a nerd and I know that numbers will show things sometimes. Yeah. Uh, even if they're you know, rather inconvenient things that people would rather them not show. And uh, all, all I'm saying is that if you look at the yeah, last few games of which Carl Chevers has refed the Chiefs. So yeah, that's, you know, this game against the Texans prior to that, the game against the Raiders, which obviously, yeah, when you actually look at the numbers itself, it tell it doesn't you know show quite as egregiously. Uh, but that's also because Arrowhead had him you know crying on the sideline, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Andy Reid thoroughly dressed him down at halftime as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but the only game where he has called less than seven penalties, and just in case you're wondering, he averages six per side. Uh, across the entirety of his career as a head referee. I didn't count the time when he was a side judge because that's silly. It's not his call. Uh, but, yeah, he averages about you know 6.6 per game, give or take, uh, per team. And the only time he has gone below that in the last five games against the Chiefs was that time against the Raiders, after which you know, he had you know, made that one egregious call and was presumably ready to just do whatever he needed to do to get to the hotel and not ever see Arrowhead again. <laughs> Uh, here's here's what I want to add. Someone just mentioned um, it's Roger, Joshua just said Roger Goodell is a god awful commissioner. Here's the thing: this guy is very like. Remember that one year when NFL players were fighting back with the whole media requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Sherman made an inter- interesting point, saying that you know players are required to talk, but Roger Goodell is not required to talk. 
and with the issues that are happening in the NFL and, you know, with Dan Snyder, the officiating, um, certain other things that, you know, need to be investigated at times and, and with the terrible officiating, all, all these things. Why is Roger Goodell not facing the media for these things? He hardly ever does media. I, th- I think end of the season, Super Bowl time, draft time, maybe at the start of the season. I mean, those are the only times where he ever does media. Um, I need to hear from Roger Goodell more, and I need to hear from him more often, because if we're not going to fix shit, at least answer for these questions. Um, and, and the fact that the media does not even call that out. Um, again, <sighs> you know, I, I, I get he runs this. I, he's a commissioner for a multi-billion dollar league. I get it, but... Come on. I mean, someone in the media has to be pointing this out, and they're not. Here's a tough part about that. As, as a member of the media, uh, it's very difficult to, for example, go ask Dana White a crazy question, right? Um, if you're like, like you know, like a, not like a regular, I guess, oppressors or whatever, and you, let's say you ask him about like James Cross, right? You know, for who does, for those that don't know, he's involved in this incredibly crazy gambling scandal. But um, yeah, I there's been times too. where. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, you guys are just fucking bored out there, man, doing crazy shit. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I, I've seen people ask certain members of the UFC, and fight, whether it's fighters or people in the you know front office, uh, ask them questions, and we never see those media members again. Like, there's a lot of times where you kind of you don't want to lose that access, right? And it's very easy to lose access to 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 a guy like Roger Goodell. Let's say you go ask him about that, and you press him on it, press him on it, you'll never get to talk to him again. Guaranteed. Yeah, but does that matter, Eddie? Because it's not like this uh, guy does weekly pressers. It's like if you have that right. one opportunity to talk to him, man, you better ask the best questions. Like it's not like you're gonna lose your privilege to talk to him next week because he doesn't talk often. Right. No, but but with the ability obviously social media and all that, and, and obviously the, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar, they own a day of the week for crying out loud. It's yeah. very easy for them to like you know, PR their way out of shit. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I, I always wanted to say the same thing. Why does it, why doesn't Goodell do a weekly? He honestly, to me, I've always thought he should do a weekly press conference, make it, you know, Monday night after the game or, you know, Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday after whatever, just like a, you know, 10 minutes yeah. in front of reporters, answer questions, whatever, say no comment to shit if you don't want to. But uh, these days it's all, you know, a lot of the media is just a PR puff, puff machine not really journalists like we don't have walter cronkite out there anymore here's the other thing too i think if players coaches and owners spoke up more see they're all afraid because they'll get fined if, if mm-hmm. you call out officiating or if you call out roger goodell but what if they all did it what are you gonna do find everybody <laughs> you can't catch us all that's that's not a bad idea they like would try Oh, they'll try. They'll find like the biggest names just to send it, or, or I don't know. They'll find some people just to send it, you know, uh, make an example of them. But let's say all the, let's say, you know, Brady, Mahomes, freaking Rogers for crying out loud. Uh, who's the, are the big names? Hurts. I mean, yeah, you're, we're talking big names there. Eddie. Everybody, yeah, I agree. everybody, Andy Reid, uh, Billy B, everybody. If they all came out and said, this is some bull, like all at the same time, I think at that point, if they make big, big enough noise, I think Roger Goodell would have to at least address it. Probably, yeah. hopefully. I hope so, man. A um, couple of quick things before we uh, get out of here. I do want to look at the NFL uh, playoff picture. Um, mm-hmm. Things The AFC is really interesting. Uh, we'll get to the NFC in a moment, but you've got uh, right now in order, uh, the Bills and Chiefs have clinched um, 
uh, a playoff spot. The Chiefs are the only division winners in the AFC. The Bengals, uh, they're probably going to win the North. You got the Titans, who are slipping a little bit and kind of opening the door in the AFC South uh, for the Jaguars. The Jaguars are not going to get in as a wild card, but they no. could get in as a division winner, which is kind of similar Jesus. to the NFC South. But would be kind of cool if they did. It, the Ravens, uh, Chargers, and Dolphins, those are your wild card teams. And just looking outside, you got the Patriots and the Jets, each at 7-7. Seven and seven. It's weird because last week I mentioned – uh, that uh, there's a possibility that four teams from the AFC East might make it. So um, not the case right now. Only two. Um, you know, obviously with the new rules a couple of years ago, there's a chance of four teams in in the same division of making it. Um, okay, let me ask you this. Uh, we know Bills and Chiefs are in. Um. This is actually the easier question. I'll go to you first, Zach. Who are the two uh, odd teams out in the AFC? Who do you think? Uh, that's a really good question. I mean, I think I think yeah, New England's out. Oh, yeah. I, after a loss like that, I don't think that I don't even know if that's really a hot enough take to be totally honest with you. But I don't think New England can make the playoffs. And then, honestly. I, I think it's not out of their own possibility that the Chargers fall out too. See, the Chargers, Patriots, and Jets, those three teams right there, I cannot figure out those teams. I think the they, Jets can do it if Mike White can get his ribs fixed. Right. Oh, and if not, Eddie, well, who, then that's a real problem. Eddie, who are your two odd teams out? Out of the AFC? Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to go... Pats for sure aren't making it to me, and then I mean the guaranteed ones. I mean, the, look the, on the bubble teams are what? New England? Yeah, we're, we're we're talking on the bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pats, Jets, what? Jags, Raiders, maybe the Browns. I don't know what their record is, but uh, Raiders, uh, Browns, Raiders and Jaguars are, are all six and eight. No, the Raiders oh, are still in. Are they okay? They have a chance. Uh, even, the, even the Colts have a chance at four nine and one. Get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah, but yeah, obviously oh it's not happening. No, oh no my chance. God. Okay. Not the fighting gonna... Jeff Saturdays. Not after yeah. this. Well, no, not after yeah. this Saturday, quite literally. I'm I'm gonna say the Pats and the Jets don't make it. As much as I actually like the Jets this season, but uh yeah, I'm gonna say Pats Jets don't make it. Okay, I think the Pats will make it. Mm-hmm. The Jets, uh I I don't know. Like if they have Mike White, yeah. I, It'd be I, a I good story. Get in. Um, that we're saying this is like, yeah, man, if their third string backup can play, we're going to be, you know, they're going to make the playoffs. Like, that's such a weird concept when you really think about it. By the way, right. um, we haven't even talked about this team, the Miami Dolphins. They've been slipping a little bit lately, and I think they're going to recover. But if they don't, um, you know, for a while, there was this weird thing where, you know, whenever Tua plays a game from start to finish, the Dolphins are undefeated. Obviously, that record is broken now, but... Um, the, the Dolphins are kind of an interesting team and they played the bills really close though. They did have a strong eight point lead and they kind of blew that. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the Dolphins end up making it, but it would be a pretty big disappointment if they miss, especially with yeah. everything they have with Tyree kill, uh, Jalen Waddle, Gasecki. like they, they've got a really nice offense. Most are doing pretty well too. He had a really good game against the bills. Um, yeah, that would be a shocker if they uh, if they fell out. For you, sure. you know, you know, you know, Tyree Kill matters, Tyree, though, man. Yeah, Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill. Did I piss anybody off yet? 
<laughs> I love that they get so mad about it. Um, no, here's the thing. Real talk though, it's all on Tua's health, right? Like Tua's got to be healthy. He's their guy. Which, by the way, who, who's their head, the head? Co- I don't even know their head coach's name. But I'm such a fan. Daniel, I think, or McDaniel. Yeah, Mike yeah. McDaniel. Mike McDaniel told uh, uh, Justin Fields to stop running. He goes, I just asked him to stop running. I just tried it. See, maybe he didn't listen, obviously, but I just tried it. And I'm like, I like that guy. <laughs> that guy's funny. And then uh, I think two, I think through a pick or an incompletion, then you know the ball went to the other team, and uh, two comes to the sideline, whatever. And, and the coach goes, uh, "No, no, that was my fuck up." And you oh, never yeah. hear yeah, anybody say, "I'm like." That's a different kind of coach. I like if that. Andy, he is a different kind of coach. I yeah, like as much as I criticize Andy Reid, you know, I still would rather be with him than against him. But if Andy oh, Reid yeah. was not the head coach, I'd want either Mike McDaniel or Mike Rabel. I mean, those oh, two man. guys. Uh, those could not be more different options yeah. either. Let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go to the NFC because that's really interesting. You've got three or four teams, Eagles, Vikings, 49ers, and Cowboys. Um, the Buccaneers are winning their division with a six and eight record. So there's a very strong possibility that the winner of that division is going to be below 500. Uh, the giants are barely in with an eight, five and one record. And then the commanders are also still in despite losing with a seven, six and one record, the Seahawks, um, and the lions lines have caught up recently. There are seven and seven. The Packers are six and eight. I don't, th- do you guys think the Packers make it? I don't think they're they done, do. dude. They're done. Okay, so we think it's going to be Seattle, Detroit, Washington, and the Giants. Like it's going to be a race with those teams, and then I guess the Bucks and who's second place in the NFC South? Uh, the, the Panthers. They're one. Panthers. Panthers are five and nine, but they're one game behind. So that would be so funny if the Panthers made it and oh, after firing their coach, like yeah, that would be hilarious. Managed to make the playoffs on an interim, like the Raiders did last year, while your Without head coach Panthers. is coaching Nebraska. Yeah, I, I, I'll say this much. Um, Seattle's not making it. And no, I don't think so they're, either. They're, they're, play, they're playing the Niners this weekend, bro. They're, they're taking an L this weekend. They're, for they're sure. playing us this weekend. No, no, they're playing uh, They're playing the, uh, the Niners, aren't they? No, they're playing us. Who's, who's, don't worry. They're going to take L's to both teams, so that's a fair point. <laughs> did they do, oh, they, did, they just lost to the Niners then? Am I wrong on that? Uh, uh-huh. Let me see. I can I can look that up real quickly. Let me go back to where I was. Uh, I Seattle, week 15 matchup, 49ers. Yeah, yeah. So that's next week. No, that was this past no. weekend. Fuck me, yeah, they that lost to the Niners week. already because okay, Brock so Purdy did his thing. Uh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Not, so Seattle's not winning because the NFC West is not getting two two teams in the fucking playoffs. I just don't see it. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah. The Bucks will get in, and Tom Brady will get his last hurrah on there. Which, by the way, I'm going to the game, the Cardinals Bucks game with our third string quarterback probably starting. Yay! Go That'll Cards. be fun. Woo! Trace McSorley, hooray! Chase McSorley is so good. No, fucking shit. Yeah, he was okay be, at Penn State. Wasn't that where he went? I think that's where he went. I think that's where he went. And then he went to the Ravens and they won a game, maybe. I don't know. But uh, no, dude, we're going to suck. Anyway, but um, I, I think the Bucks make it. I would like to see the Giants make it because I want to see Saqu- Saquon Barkley in the playoffs. Um, And I like Ron Rivera. I really do. So it's hard for me to like. Yeah, I do too. Like. Especially because uh, they forgot what game who they beat, and after uh, they had the camera, obviously they have the, the, the camera in the locker room afterwards. And he's like, my mom would have been proud of, of that of that win. And it's like, damn, because his mom has just passed. So, uh, but I like Ron Rivera a lot. So, but I'm gonna say Seattle's out. The Lions ain't. Um, that means Zach, the Lions made it. Uh, I'm trying to catch up on some comments here. Zach, are you a WWE guy? Not particularly. Okay, Eric on the comment says, "My dude Zach looking like Kevin Owens." I think that's from WWE. Uh, I, I do recognize that name. That is from WWE. 
Um, Christy says, if Tua can figure out how to throw the right way to Tyreek Hill, Miami is possible. So if you're hearing about Hill. Oh, shit, you do look um, at Kevin Owens. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Christy also says, I like Heineke. See, I really like Heineke, too. Mm. I remember when yes, he yes, for Alex Smith. Um, I thought he did a really good job against the Bucks in that game. Um, yeah. I, do, I do like Taylor Heineke. I, I, I think he should have been taking the reins way before. Uh, I, I just don't think Carson Wentz is the guy. Like Carson Wentz is now a a, a uh, journeyman, a career journeyman. No, uh, Heineke, Taylor Heineke think, is the guy. I think Heineke could be like a. Remember Damon Hewitt in 2006 when he had 11 touchdowns and one pick, yeah. and he had like the second highest when quarterback Trent rating. Green was definitely like in his ear the entire way, yeah, making good I choices, and then Heineke, we rolled with him the next year, and he was. But yeah, that was different. But I think Heineke could be like an 06 Hewitt for. For uh for the commanders, I, I yeah. do like him a lot. Um, April says, "LOL, it's all a blur." I think she's referring to some of these terrible playoff scenarios for some of these teams. Um, did you did you guys have anything else to say about the NFC side? I just hope the Lions could do it. Nothing would amuse me more. Oh, that's the Lions insane. have been so bad for so long. Like I genuinely like I, I don't know anybody who's like, man, now the Lions stay down. Like. I don't think even Packers, Bears, and Vikings fans, like ostensibly their biggest rivals, I don't think even they would be upset with the Lions making the playoffs because it's just like, oh, buddy, you finally did it. Good job. Proud Dude, of you. When the, with the Cardinals out of the playoffs, I eliminated, obviously, is uh, um, I just hope for chaos. It's complete chaos. All kinds of – like, the, you know, it's somehow like – Right, exactly. But I mean, just like the Lions get in, the Vikings somehow see their way out, it will happen. But you know, see their way out. The if Cowboys could totally lose their it. way out. The Vikings could. I don't think mathematically they can at this point. They might be able to no. still. Can the but Cowboys? If anyone could no, show no, Cowboys already clinched. Could. Yeah, Cowboys are. Yeah, they already clinched. clinched. Okay, so all those guys clinched. So yeah, it would have been awesome if that happened. But uh, I like to see chaos. I would like to see the Lions get in there somehow, go on some crazy run and get to the Super Bowl because that would That'd be, be hilarious. It'd be hilarious. Dude, I'd be because- so on board for that. Oh, 100%. And they probably get mauled by whoever comes out of the UFC. So it doesn't even matter. But it's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be Jared Goff going back to a Super Bowl, though, as just kind of like a, hey, Matt Stafford did it, you know, for you guys, which is all well and good, but I'm yeah. not bad either. Uh, yeah. Get some get back. So, real, real quick on that. Um, how many teams does Carson Wentz play for? Three? Uh, three Eagles, Colts, Commanders. Eagles, Colts. Okay. Yeah. Commanders. Baker, Baker three. Browns, Panthers, Rams. Yeah. Yeah, all in the last year, too. Matt Ryan, two. Uh, Marcus Mariota, like four, three or four. Why do we keep thinking that these quarterbacks are going to get somehow revived by some new fucking like coaching staff? I think these are teams that are like in desperate need of a quarterback. Like, I mean, listen, the Colts, they they, they went from Phillip Rivers to Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. Uh, I mean, mm. they're in clear desperation. Which, to be fair, on paper should have worked. Philip Rivers was good. Even oh, yeah. cool. Philip Rivers did work though. They made the yeah, playoffs yeah. with him. Yeah, Matt Ryan just, on okay, paper should have worked. But the offensive line they built around him just did not do their job. And well, with a quarterback that old and immobile, you really gotta have that O line. How do you lose a 30 30 point freaking lead, bro? Like that's oh Dude, in hilarious ama- fashion. In that's hilarious not- fashion. No, they they built it up in hilarious fashion and then they lost it in hilarious fashion. Like, did you guys see the uh was it uh Thielen? Thielen, who's one of the Adam Thielen, one of the nicest guys in the NFL. He's screaming at Kirk Cousins, like, wake up, motherfucker. Like, it was hilarious. And then they come back and I'm like, Matt Ryan, dude, you just can't catch a break, dog. Damn. I do uh, I do kind of feel bad for him, actually. Yeah. I'm I do want to Eddie. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Fires. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, go ahead, wrap it up because I do want to move uh, on. I was just going to ask the question, Eddie. So 
this time, you know, next year, do your coach and GM still exist at, in their current positions? And if not, who's gone? Bro, if they do, I'm seriously going to question my season ticket fucking membership. <laughs> um, look, Kaim has to go, right? I don't know if you guys have seen what lately, what's come out lately about Kaim. Well, doesn't he have like some health issues too? Like, yeah, that's seemed. Is the, now here's the question. Like, I mean, because you're closer on the ground than obviously we are. Is right. that health issues or is that health issues? Got it. So, first of all, Kaim earlier this year suspended for like a few weeks, I think, during the offseason for drinking and driving, right? DUI. Okay. That's dumb. That, shouldn't do that. A hundred percent. Especially in the age of Uber. That's completely exactly. stupid. Exactly. You just at that point, you're just a character thing. You're an asshole, Kaim. So anyway, uh, besides being trash at your job, Kaim, but you're just an asshole. That's, uh, and then you know you get past that whatever the shit that happened in mexico city you guys know about that i heard yes a little bit of that I've heard a little, like some yeah. assistant coach doing some things he probably shouldn't have done i don't remember right. exactly what but he got so, fired like and didn't travel back with the team right so here's what happened uh the online co- i think it was one of the online coaches it was the online coach yeah yeah the online coach he they were out in mexico city whatever he allegedly groped a woman not great and they shouldn't fired him on the spot that was a Monday night game they fired him on sunday and sent him home he flew home honestly respect for moving quick on that shit i do like that well but no. here's the thing here's the thing time will come uh to leave uh indefinitely by a few days ago right um the guys i think his name is cougar kugler i can't remember his name but he actually filed for arbitration with the nfl saying i didn't do that shit that wasn't me i'm going to clear my name and then on the same day that he does that the exact same day kugler files out arbitration with the nfl Steve Kime takes an indefinite leave of absence for health issues. That is unhealthy ass could have fucking done it a long time ago. Now, here's the key. If you pull up a picture of both guys, that's how I'm going to leave it. I'm working on it. That's how I'm going to leave it. Well, now I'm not going to leave it there. They look similar. They look pretty goddamn similar. Now, I'm not saying that's 100% true. Um, there was a journalist that put that out and that's an irresponsible thing to do because you make it a huge assumption that there was a, a case of a mistaken identity. But man, when you look at the pictures, dude, they're both big Husky white guys with beard. With oh, like and the same. Uh, oh, I could, uh, I could kind of see that. So uh, did Steve Kime have health issues or did he have health issues? Either way, bottom line, <laughs> um, this, whether it's him or not has to be the last straw. Has to be the last. Yeah, yeah, I know you've been it's talking about be that over. for a while. Now, and, and honestly, like, if you don't get rid of both guys, at least get rid of Kime. He's fucked up our draft for years now, for years. And then, um, you know, and, and Cliff, you know, you can give him one more year if you really have to, especially because we just resigned both idiots to extensions. But you can fire Kime. We already have an heir apparent, Adrian Wilson, A Dubs in 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 the front office. He'd be a great GM. Put him in there, but. It's going to be a roller coaster, man. It seems like Arizona sports left and right are going crazy with that, the kind thing. And then the Suns just got sold because Robert Sarver is a fucking asshole. Oh, I and saw all that. this kind of stuff. So, hey, real wild. quickly, I do want to wrap things up. So, let me just answer a couple of questions here. Joshua says, How about the Rams losing 10 games? They are the worst defending champs ever. Yeah. Injuries I mean, are rough, man. Injuries have played a big role in that. And listen, I mean, it's part of sports, unfortunately. Um, uh, but Proof yeah, that the MVP of the Rams last year wasn't actually Matt Stafford either. It was Andrew Whitworth. Christy, hundred percent. Christy says, "Why did Matt? I'm assuming she's saying Matt Ryan get traded." Um, because look, the Falcons Eric, are 
poo in ever order to since rebuild. that ever since that Super Bowl, the Falcons, Matt Ryan just has not been like the, the Falcons had a really prolific offense that year. Um, and it just has not been the same since that Super Bowl loss. Like they th- uh-huh. that really crushed whatever confidence they had. Um, I agree with you on the confidence factor. The other thing I'll just say, just playing a little devil's advocate here, is that it also is really hard to have a prolific offense when one of your best receivers is Julio Jones, who is you know not aged particularly well. He's gotten hurt a lot of late, which you know is natural. That happens. The body breaks down, just physics and stuff. Uh, but then your other wide receiver, you know, the heir apparent to Mr. Julio Jones gets you know, suspended for a year for, for gambling on games he doesn't even play in. So, you know, it does make some sense for the Falcons, unfortunately. Uh, last thing I want to get into here uh, and then uh, we'll get out um, the World Cup final. Um, I saw a notification from ESPN that it was the second most watched soccer uh, game mm-hmm. in the United States. Um, I, I need to look up the, what the most watched one was, but, um, and I, I'm also it's curious to know what the ratings are, uh, just throughout that day with the soccer game, football games and Sunday night football, because I'm sure, um, those numbers would be very interesting to compare, especially for a morning soccer game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was on, you know, way too early for those in the West coast, but let me just say this about Mbappe from France. That dude is 23 years old. got a bright future. Holy he, shit. Scored, he scored in the 80th minute. Um, he dropped and, a hat trick in ten minutes or no, yeah. ten minutes in the final plus extra time in, in the, the final, final. And, he, and he didn't win. Yeah, what the, I mean that, wow. that dude deserved a better ending, one hundred percent. But yeah, I will say, <laughs> Lionel Messi, man, I, I I can't remember if it was before or after the final. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bleacher Report sent out this um, article saying that Messi did not need to win a World Cup for his legacy. Here's the thing. I, I think regardless of the ending of this game, um, he'll be considered the best soccer player of all time by a lot of people. But I think for your overall body of work, you do need that world championship, that world cup championship. I don't think like if he did not win it, a huge part of his story would just be missing and incomplete to me. Um, not only did he get his world cup, but man, he did it in dramatic fashion. I mean, this guy obviously scored a penalty kick in the 23rd minute scored in the 108th minute, looked like it was going to be a game winning, uh, goal right there. Uh, but unfortunately France scored in the 118th minute. Oh, uh, but he did of course get a, uh, but this was uh, after because wasn't Argentina up two, and then France came back, tied it and Messi's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, we're winning this shit, and then France scored again. Anyway. Yeah, it was just but, one yeah. of the best games ever, by the way. We didn't really mention that. Um, and then, of course, it goes to penalty kicks, which is always fun to watch. Um, Messi also scored in the penalty kicks. So technically, you know, I know this doesn't count statistically, but he had four goals or, or, or three goals in this game. Mbappe had one. He did two, actually have three, three real ones. Three, four. Yeah, I mean, Mbappe's. Th- those three real ones a and a shootout one. So um, it's weird because penalties is, count as goals during the game, but not during straight up. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't get that. But my point is Messi, one of the more decorated athletes in the world. He did. He did need that world cup final and I'm glad he got it because now he can go. I I know he's not talking about retirement yet, but it's likely his last world cup and he can finally, you know, 
enjoy it and uh, go off into the sunset, as I say. Of course, he freaking retires before he comes here. Um, it's one of the guys I've been wanting to watch in person forever. I never got the chance, so that would suck. But uh, I, I mean, I, I think disagree. he'll be at Miami within yeah. you know, a year's time or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I disagree. I don't think he needed it for his legacy. However, for we, we like to talk, you know, we, got, we like to talk goat status all the time. Mm-hmm. That might have done it. Like, that yeah. might have gotten him a goat status. He might be the greatest player of all time. Like, all the accolades are there. The, you know, I, I lack of fucking Burbage, I guess, but MVPs and championships and leagues and, and, uh, what do they call the, 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 the best player award? It's like the mm-hmm. golden ball, whatever. Ball on the or, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And so he's got plenty of those. And now he's got a world, t- a, a world title. You know, who doesn't have that? Ronaldo. Oh yeah, no Ronaldo's and, and, legacy is like he is now oh, going to be forever second himself. best, and yeah, the other yeah, all of the off the field stuff yeah. certainly did not help either. One hundred percent. So Joshua, like, you know, Joshua says yeah. Argentina players had to be helicoptered out of the parade route because there were so many people. I I believe. That, did you man. you YouTube that? Yeah, YouTube right. that. YouTube that shit. Oh that. my god, dude! The YouTube uh the moment that they won because you hear it sounds like the whole city sounds like one giant stadium. It's pretty nuts, but um. Yeah, no, but like, uh, you know, it's 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 this is what we love the World Cup, dude, because it's a legitimate world championship. It's not like the NBA where we're world champions in the U.S. It's not the yeah, NFL, we're world I champions know. in the U.S. You know, it's a baseball, same shit, all this stuff. This is a legitimate yeah, where they have the world, world baseball title. classic and the World Series. And it's like, yeah, we're World Series champs. And it's like, well, no, the, you're, you're not. Yeah. Where's that goal? Where's that goal? I do agree yeah. with that. Because let's be honest, the U.S. has never once won a world baseball classic. And they never will. I, I say it right now. People get getting mad. The U.S. will never win it because there's a lack of investment in it. 100 percent lack of investment. I, I know they're leaning so hard on the, the the young core guys, and I get that. But I've also heard that before with U.S. soccer. So I don't you know. You need vets, bro. You need vets. You need vets on that team to guide the Which, young guys, right? Yeah. I think the thing is, is that like, yeah. Zach, think, you get the final comment. Well, just the, yeah, two things. One for just the world cup period in general i there's nothing more fun than the penalty shootout i don't understand why they accept draws at any point when that's the alternative i understand that there's like a logistical reason and you don't want to like stack the standings based on who's better in penalty shootouts but like come on it's so much more fun yeah um that's yeah just my two cents but the other piece to your no Zach froze on you the game growing here in the state. Ah, damn. Sorry, guys. You're good. You're good. I can hear me. We can hear you. Okay, sweet. I was saying the thing that needs to change, I think, in the U.S. is that it's been such a club sport for so long. And like, don't get me wrong, I think it's good to have access to good coaches. But yeah, I think one of the things that does, yeah, these other countries do have the edge on us is that yeah, kids grow up with the ball at their feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same way that yeah, American kids grow up with a football or a basketball or in some cases a baseball, but decreasingly so. Um, yeah, I think that there's just it's a cultural thing. I think it's the same way that yeah, you don't see yeah. I I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who is Portuguese, uh, and you know, he grew up yeah, obviously playing the game and wanting to be Ronaldo, basically. Uh, and you know, he suggested it's like, look, yeah, Americans, yeah, when they play internationally, they're almost always defenders or something like that. There's not been an American striker at any level that way. And it's because yeah, they don't grow up idolizing those kinds of guys. Yeah, they don't have that role model. Um, you know, all the Americans who've been really prominent internationally have done literally every other position on the field. Uh, and so I think 
there's it's no surprise to me that that's the hole on our roster anyway. Yeah, I'm interested. Get out it, the next World Cup long. will be here. Uh, Kansas City will be a part of it, so I, I'm hoping to make it out for a game. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but regardless, uh, I appreciate you guys, Zach and Eddie. Uh, you guys have probably been on my podcast the most this year, mm-hmm. uh, so I appreciate you guys always coming through when needed, especially when I reach out to you guys last second when I should not do that. Uh, mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I really do appreciate it. Uh, by the way, uh, just looking at all the comments here, I really do appreciate those. Uh, this is probably one of our better podcast live streams. We've been doing more podcast live streams uh, or live podcasts, I should say, this year. Um, so I appreciate those who commented tonight. This was definitely one of our better uh, turnouts. So thank you guys so much uh, for joining. And Eddie, in. thanks for not dropping grunt memes on it. <laughs> oh, I, I wanted to. I wanted um, to. So uh, big thanks to all of you guys. We'll definitely do more live podcasts in the future. Um, I will do another uh, live stream tomorrow talking about the Chiefs because there are some Chiefs things to go over. We just didn't have all the time in the world to do it on this podcast. Uh, So we'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you. Happy Hanukkah for those who are celebrating right now. Happy New Year to all of you guys. Uh, Big thanks. Our last podcast for 2022. So the next time we do a podcast, it will be a whole new year, 2023. Didn't you just say you're doing one tomorrow? No, it's just a live stream on my Facebook page. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that. That's my bad. I was like, what are you talking about, Faris? Come on, man. That got Uh, you journalism, bro. My bad. bad. I I am out of here. Big thanks to all of you guys. Take care. Peace out. Have a safe and Merry Christmas and a New Year's. Take care.